Welcome to 10 Tents Podcast. I am Michael with Adam and Robbie, and we have a very long list of topics that we have to cover today. I'm entirely honest. I thought you were going to say we have a guest. I was like, uh, no, we don't. Robbie has somebody on the phone. Robbie. (laughs) Surprise. Nope, no guests this week. It was a good run of guests, though. It was a good run of quality guests. That was fun. It was fun. But as a result, you guys have like a month's worth of our musings that you have to listen to on this show. And uh, that's going to be fun, been, too. It is going to be fun. There's many things that we have to talk about, though. So many Should things. we jump into your opener? If you know what sure. I mean. Are you ready? So let's do Adam's opener, if you know what I mean, presented up by Eyes Up Auto Art. All right. So this week, I broke my vow of silence and actually let Michael and Robbie know what I was going to talk about this week, because I wanted mostly Robbie's engineering mind to wrap around it. So uh, this was actually brought, or kind of accidentally posted in our Facebook group, which you should go and join, um, Camber Tire. I want to talk about this, because... It's a thing. It's, it's what you think it is. It, yep, yes, it's it, is exactly. a, it is a tire. So, okay, I understood it as a tire that was slanted from you know, from one side to the other so that if you had a car with like a stance car with a bunch of camber that yep. the tire still sat flat. Yes. It, it does. It does. The way that. that Michael was kind of talking about it and I will let you say these things that almost sounds opposite of what I was. What I saw was they were claiming they were trying to claim some sort of motorsport. Yeah. Cause that's like, if you go through their website, they're yeah. like talking about how they went to like, SCCA solo Nats and, and yeah, so you could have three or four degrees of camber created by the tire sidewall. So my point was, uh, like we're seeing more pro touring cars that are doing autocross. We're seeing cars with solid rear axles like Mustangs that are drifting and things like that. So if you wanted more camber on a solid axle car or on a car that you couldn't dial in a lot of camber with, you could use these tires. And that's in a motorsport scenario. See, that makes sense in like a street class. Like there's a lot of, most factory cars have little to no camber adjustability. Definitely. Yeah, not and, easily. Yeah. And not without you know, adjusting without, without using like offset weird bolts and stuff like that. Or, yeah. you know, putting in camber plates, which none of those things are allowed in like lower tier solo classes. So when you explain it that way, and maybe that's what they are trying to say they're product does is it gives you camber in a scenario when you can't get it i thought that it was to it was to dial camber out on your car so that your tires lasted longer when you were living that hell of flush life well you can use it for that if you wanted to i mean that's that's the thing is yeah your your outside diameter is bigger than your inside diameter if it's the way that michael's describing it it would be if you had it on a on a stance car with a whole bunch of camber, this would just add more camber to it. Yeah. If you but if you flip the tire, if, I suppose yeah. if you flipped it, yeah. okay. If you flipped it, so I you, suppose. you could. Just depends on which way you put it on the rim. Then that I could see. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Is yeah. That, I'm. Yeah. We're on the same page now. I think. Yes. The intent is that by having this cambered tire, that you can go. You're you have a bigger patch touching the road at all times, so you have a bigger patch when you take corners. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's the it's the entire intent of camber in the first place. So it's it's to replicate that on cars that don't have the ability to. And mm-hmm. every every time I found a video online or someone that was like 
they were comparing because the swinging tire did this in 2013. They took oh a, really? They took a Lancer and they're like, it's got the stock everything. We're just gonna do an all across and then a track thing with it. And we'll we'll see how it feels. And then he switches the to another one that has the camber tires on it. And he's talking about how much faster it feels and how much faster you can take the corners. But it's not an apples to apples comparison because the cars are different. The first car that he had was quite a bit old, like had more miles. The other one was clearly built up a little bit more. And the fact that the um, camera tire is an uh, R compound tire, I think right. would actually play a bigger role than yeah. comparing more it, camber. Yeah, than your camber. But you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're taking a bone stock Lancer and comparing it to a Lancer with camber. Regardless of what tire is in it, I think you're still going to. I mean, if you would just tip your wheels in, you would get the same results or similar results. But if you can't, is I think what they're trying to sell it as. Right. Uh, for the for the record, I think they're dead. Yeah. The cause, company. Because he... Their Facebook page has not had a post on it in three or four years. Yep. He's, he patented it in 1999. 2010 is when they really kind of took off and people were like running with it going, this is the next big thing. And his website's still active. You can supposedly still buy these. I'm assuming it's the same run of tires from 2010. Yeah. But the cheapest tire you can get is $295, and it's a 245, 45, 17, 2 degrees. And then they range all the way from there up to... Five, I think. F- Four-degree camber tire for $365. Oofta. And that's only in a 265, 35, 18. So, I mean, you get four option, five options of tires. And huh. I... So I, th- I think the fact that if this if this was supposed to be like the next big thing, it would have turned into something. I think that speaks volumes in itself. That you know, for three hundred and forty dollars, you can get a hell of a tire and a hell of a setup. Because I mean, it, if you're gonna spend that kind of money on tires, I think you'd spend just as much money on a suspension setup and get, and dial it. Yeah, in. it wouldn't take you long to have paid for a nice set of coilovers. No, and then they also posted on their own website, and the, there it is. The test results where they compared a uh, Yokohama Advan A13, which is 180 180 treadwear rating, and then even comparing that to their R compound tire, its uh, acceleration was the Advan, which is like a street tire, really. Right. Its acceleration G force was higher with 0.69 compared to the R compound's 0.62, and then their cornering Gs were one. Uh, the Advans were 1.05 and 1.03 compared to the R compounds, which are 1.11 and 1.06. So I think if you set your car up right, even with a much cheaper set of tires, you're going to get the same results. And I, th- and I think the fact that because they're cone-shaped with the I- with the inside diameter th- smaller than the outside diameter, you have to fight that. So you have to set your car up, your toe up, to fight the fact that it's going to turn in on itself. So In a straight line. Yes. Yeah. So, so I think it's a compromise. Do I think they help? Sure. I, I have no doubt in my mind that these could be set up to make your car faster. And I think that NASCAR actually did something like this because you're always on a curve. Mm-hmm. So I think it would work in that type of situation. But the fact that you know this company died, no one took off with it, kind of speaks for itself that it's not going to it's not going to happen. It's too niche of a market. You couldn't use that on the street. Uh, supposedly that was the intent. Was well, it? He, okay. he said that you, this is just because you can't doesn't. I mean. I wouldn't want to use that on the street because it wouldn't last very long and it's very expensive. It'd be just like running slicks. Uh, yeah, the R compound, but I think the two degree street version was supposed to be 
like a street tire. It was supposed to be for everything. Like your weekend warrior guy, he's got an FRS that's a stock setup, and he goes out and he buys another set of wheels, and he puts the whatever degree of camber he wants on those. And so when he's driving on the street, he's got a street setup. And then when he goes to autocross or for a track day, now he's got additional camber. I think was the intention. No, he. This guy's intention was OEM. He he's really the, he. His intent when he designed these was that every car in the future is going to have cambered tires. It's going to get better fuel economy. It's going to get better handling. It's going to get better everything. Better zero to sixty. Better sixty to zero. Everything. I think he was a bad marketer. I don't think is a problem. I don't. It he clearly didn't pan out. Bad marketing. He's targeting the wrong people. I think he should have been targeting people that autocross. I think that would I would have been, agree. That would have been his market. Yeah. And I, I, I couldn't find any information except for a few comments here and there where people claimed that, yes, NASCAR did try this and had something similar to this, which would make sense if you're on a big oval because then you're, tr- you know, you're flattened out. Yep. But other than that, it's, it's just a compromise. It's, it's just like with any other tire. Huh. It's interesting. And you can't it's just the crazy things that people come up with. Credit where it's due. It's an interesting idea. It is. He, literally, he literally reinvented the wheel. I just think that he. Uh, I like where your head's at, like with a, like a, you know, a good guy's autocross Camaro. It's got a solid rear rear axle in it. You're not going to get any camber in it. That's just the name of the game. Yeah. You want two degrees of rear camber? Perfect. Here you go. Put these tires. Fixed on it. it. Now you got yep. some, now you got some camber. Because like I have a stick axle in the back, but since it's there's no axles in in it. Yeah. Uh, where the where the brake hub assembly bolts to the axle, you can put spacers, like beveled spacers in there to give you camber. Yeah. But you can't do that in, like, your Camaro. Right. So. He just went after the wrong market. Yeah. Should have been a good guy sponsor. Maybe he was just too early to the game. He was. He may have been too early to the game. Maybe if he came out now, he might have something. It's true. Good guys autocross is a big business now. It's true. In the last couple of years. So check out Eyes Up Auto Art, E-Y-E-S-U-P, Auto Art, uh, basically everywhere on social media, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter. Check out some of the rad stuff that he's doing. If you have a picture of your car that you would like to have a painting of, send it over to him. Just send him a DM. Uh, dude's name is Zach. He is a rad dude, and he will uh, he'll hook you up with some details. He'll let you know what it's going to cost to get a painting, and uh, prices are very reasonable. Um his work's really good. He just did this picture of uh, 37 Pontiac, which turned out it's gorgeous. super dope. It was it's really, awesome. I like that picture a lot. Whoever's getting that one, I'm incredibly jealous. He posted your GT40 again. Yeah. Just to mess with you. Yeah, I think Adam. so. That was specifically targeted at you. All the, Mental games. All the Gulf Livery things. Yep. So check it out. Like I said, his shit's pretty rad. He's a cool dude. Send him a DM. That's what I should do. Is I should have him do my conceptual Gulf Livery on the Omni. That would be he perfect. could do that if you sent. I bet if you sent him, I bet he could figure something out for you. I have the what I want it to be in a different color because somebody had made that design on a car at one point, but he made it in purple and black. Oh, if you had something like that, I'm sure he so could, I could just he could say, it up here's for the you. car and the put those colors ski. on there. Yeah, I want it golf. Be sick. Yeah, he could hook it up. He could hook you up too. Hit him up with that DM. Eyes what, up what, auto art. Eyes up auto art. What do we got next, Robbie? You have a I brought drinks. This just looking container oh God, over there. I forgot about this. Hey so guys, quickly, Michael, break out the crystal. <laughs> I got some glasses here. 
This is the glass because you guys are fucking heathens, so it's not crystal. I'm good with that. What, is, oh, what here, are you opening? You what is this? I'm handing shit. this to Adam. Are you just not going to tell us? I want you to drink. You're it like first. very carefully keeping the label away from. I brought a koozie today I to make sure. I see the word maple. It on says maple. Yeah, on he it. brought it in a koozie so that we could. It says could... cool that way. Oh, yeah, it looks, that's what it looks it was. like piss again. This, this looks time, like that banana water bullshit you gave us last time. This looks a lot like your. For the record, the banana water costs twenty six cents. This <laughs> cost a lot, <laughs> like three dollars. It has no smell. It looks like I'm not uh, even gonna bother smelling it. It looks you're in ish though. Still, it's uh oh, this is where you like hold it up and look at it through the light. Yep, find a light source. It's still kind of yellow. It's called drink maple, organic maple water. <laughs> so what? Pure simple like hydration. maple syrup. This yeah, is how do you th- get the maple? Is this sweet then? Like this? This is water. Only taken out of maple trees. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I what, what, will they, speaking, what will they think of next? Speaking of people or, coming up with crazy it's shit, it's organic. It's oh full of God. It, it's it's only ingredient is water, but somehow has. Yeah, it's it's only ingredient is organic maple water. So but you're it has telling a me shit ton of sugars and potassiums and you're telling me it's yellow because it's run through a maple tree, <laughs> uh-huh. and this is all the bug this shit. This is tree piss. This is bug shit and. It's, and it's, it's organic yeah. material. Did moss? this come from Canada? Got, I think so. Um, no, Vermont. Vermont. <sighs> Drink maple. Canada. You tried Canada, it. Vermont. No, I've been waiting for it's, all the details. It's Give me certified a, organic. It's got what's a, seven grams of sugar and thirty <laughs> calories for the whole his, bottle. Michael's got his chaser out already. Yeah, I don't know. All right, here All right, goes nothing. Here here nothing. Have you had this before? No, I, okay. I, I've waited three weeks for this. I saw it. What do you think? It tastes like water with sugar in it. Is it? Oh. Oh, that's weird. But anyways, yeah. I was Not wa- bad I was, weird. I was walking through CVS weird. and I saw this. I'm like, should I bring back the stupid water annex? And I walked away. And then I walked back. And then I walked away again. And then I walked back and looked at the price and went, ah, I better not. And then I went back and said, fuck it. The mind of Robbie Beer. You know, you know it's what a this three dollar. Like. It's almost a four dollar thing of water, and it's, it's tiny. Insane. What is it? Twelve ounces. It's Twelve ounces. It's not bad. You know what it tastes like? It tastes like somebody had a glass of water. They dumped a teaspoon of sugar in it, and then they stuck some bark in it. That's what it tastes like. It's kind of has like an not an aftertaste, but like an after feel. Everything feels fuzzy now. It feels weird now. I don't hate it. I think it's stupid. It is dumb. That's four dollars worth of. I don't hate it. By the way, no, they're only going to sell that once. As yeah, a I'm not buying this again. That is not a company. Can I that see the bottle? S- oh, of course. Hold on, one more thing. Long term. There's no way. No, there's not. It's refreshing. It's I don't, not do bad. Not though. I don't it's hate refreshing. it. It's made by Kate and Jeff. Less if sugar was, than coconut water. If it was the same price as oh no, not this water, bullshit. Joe. I would yeah, naturally I would alkaline. Yeah, it's natural. Naturally oh, wait, alkaline. Is it alkaline bad? Isn't that what they make batteries? No, out but of? there's like this. There's this whole thing about pseudo nutritionists saying that you need to you need to balance the pH of the food oh, that God. you intake. Oh, no, God let's sakes. not. Oh, and then God. so everybody's like, you need to drink. And eat alkaline foods because but your body regulates its its <laughs> pH level. I mean, like if your pH level changes by like 0.5, you're dead. So yeah. Uh, anyway, so it's it's basically it's, like it's a 12 ounce pseudo nutritionist. It's That's a 12 a ounce term. glass of water, and somebody put like a drip of syrup in it. Oh God. 
They're talking about kale on the back. That oh, I'm out. damn it. Now I'm mad I drank it. It's vegan and paleo. Well, I saw it when I was at Walmart this week buying some food for myself because I'm bacheloring it this week. Uh, they had paleo prepped meals in the freezer section. And I felt like that was very, like, <laughs> counter. Yeah, no, that doesn't the make whole any fucking thing. sense at all. Was it in plastic as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, you know, it's paleo, wrapped in cardboard right, and exactly. saran yep, wrapped yep. And, and frozen. It the said whole, I don't paleo know. across the front of it. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of bullshit out there in the world, especially when it comes to nutrition. I almost made that my opener at one point because I thought it was so ridiculous, but I don't know enough about all that stuff. I wasn't sure that it was as ridiculous as I no, thought it's it pretty, was. No, it's pretty stupid. The whole idea is that you eat the way that people ate in the Paleolithic era, but like the rules for the diet don't match what would have been available to eat during that didn't, time. So the whole thing doesn't make any fucking sense. Your charming ex-girlfriend kind of do that deal. For she a- made up some bullshit based on some Carrie Underwood crap. <laughs> that's well. So she read it. I'm, yeah. Is that the best way to describe it? It's just amazing that people live their life that way. She, but she yeah. read an article where Carrie Underwood was like, "I'm a vegan and I only eat this tofu bullshit all the time." So she thought she would just eat tofu bullshit and fish all the time. But then she hated. She would hate going to sushi. What is there left? <laughs> There's no food. You can't. You can't to eat. You can't eat fried food. You can't eat any other good fish. You can't eat. Like, it's got butter and other stuff in it because it's unhealthy that way. My favorite memory of her was taking her to Buffalo Wild Wings and, and looking at the disgust on her face as we, you know, perused the menu. It was awesome. I got nothing. It's frustrating. <laughs> Eat real food. Don't drink maple water. Don't. Yeah, no. Next. What's the next topic that we have on our list, Robbie? I did a PDX. Did the, you? For the first time. The one that we talked about but didn't talk about yeah, we were, last we, time? We, we teased last the fact week. that I for did. For those that aren't in the know, that's performance driving experience with an X. Not PDE because it's, it's way more fucking extreme than that. Oh, yeah, you have to use the X. Did I, you buy the whole seat but only use the edge? No, I was, I was strapped in. Was oh, are you? Okay. Just, just checking. Just checking. He used his whole seat. That's good. It's good. It was safe that way. It's much more safer. Like they teach you that like day one. <laughs> Sit all the way in the all seat. All the way in the seat, strapped in. You don't want to be moving around. It's so, good. It was a lot of fun. I'll be honest. I was a little nervous because my first PDX was at the Iowa Speedway where they have the road course and they do it all. It's basically the front straight turns two and three. Is it two and three? One and two. One and two? Yeah, one and two. And then... Uh, and it goes to the back straight, and then it goes into the road course, which is kind of like a big autocross. And I was kind of nervous about the big, uh, the big bank. I thought I was going to be, you know, the two forty is not exactly slow. So when I, <laughs> when I'm going into it in fourth gear, going, he's like, "Yeah, you got a lot more there." I'm like, "I'm fully aware. I'm fully aware." <laughs> let that me, let a me lot. build up to this, yep. man. The first time it doesn't feel like it though. You're like, "Man, I don't, I don't know about this." There's like a wall and a bunch of shit, and this is pretty steep. Yep. But yeah. Do you stay you. down low? No, I... I, I or were you, I, like, I, riding that wall? I kind of followed the line where I was doing the same thing the indie, indie guys were doing, where they'd come in, and then shortly after all the signs on turn one, then i cut in, come down. and then, yep. then there was a, a focal point that I would follow right at, like, the uh, the late... Uh, I believe that's an apex, the late The late apex is where I would hit it, and then, then track back out to the, the wall again on the back straight. And by running in fourth gear... I was running too high RPMs and my car was too hot. 
So I was in fifth You've gear. Got two more gears, Rob. Yeah, I know. I, well, it sucks going into fifth gear because the synchros oh, are out. That's right. So yeah, you were double clutching when you should have been. Actually, I was. I had to <laughs> to get in gear. But uh, so the first time out, I I didn't go above fourth gear. But then my temperatures were up at like two ninety. Yeah, which is way too hot. That's hot. Yep. So then that also blew out all of my power steering. Not all of it, but like blew the power steering fluid out of the cap. Fun stuff. So I had power steering fluid all over my car, which we, what meant I had to go back through tech again to make sure that my car wasn't going to burn up. Luckily, they we took some fluid out. I think it was over full, actually, and took some fluid out, and it was not an issue the rest of the way through. I researched it later. Uh, the power steering pumps on the Camaros and the LS1s and stuff, apparently that spring that sits on the cap is a fail point. So it's a common fault. So we'll figure that out later. Plus, it's burned up anyways. It doesn't work half the time, which is really good for a new power steering pump. I have power steering pump stories as well for later. We're getting there. GM Um, power steering pumps for the win. Yep. So then the rest of the time, I would shift it. I would go all the way to fifth before I'd get into the bank. So I was going well over 100, which is pretty nerve-wracking on 215-inch or 215-millimeter tires. That's That's not a lot of grip. Yeah. For that much power, anyway. Yes. Oh, yeah. Especially older ones. Yep. I was wondering if you were just going to man up and put the slicks on. I would have had to have had brought another car or just driven all the way to Newton oh. on the interstate with slicks, and I really yeah. didn't want to do that. No, that would be rough. So I wondered if they were going to let you run with the slicks anyway, because they don't like the novices running on no it, on race tires. No, it makes sense. It, it, it depends on where. I don't know if DMVR cares, but... Some places do. Grid life cares. It makes sense. I, I, oh, yeah, really? Yeah, because it's, you know, I could understand. Their their claim is that, you know, novices may not know how a race tire will react under certain conditions. Yep. I feel like you could say that novices wouldn't know how a tire is going to react under certain conditions on a track. Also, it's kind of the also, whole point of the novice I, I agree. Title. Yep. I agree. It worked out really well because they had, like, th- almost 30 cars there. And they broke it up into the first group of six of just novices and the rest of the people were in the second group. So I think there was at least 20, 18 to 20 for sure. So the first group was just us and just six cars. It's really, really nice to learn a track when there's only a couple of cars out yep. there. So were you the fast guy? There was a Mustang that I was basically let me were matching lap for lap. Like him and I would just pass people. And then my instructor goes, all right, as the day goes on, I'm going to be quieter. The more comfortable you get. And he really only said anything like the first session. And then he goes, I also want to get to the get it out there so you can learn how to let point by. That never happened. Because <laughs> there was, except for the Mustang, I was just, we were just lapping people. But then I also learned that when someone sticks their little finger out the window, that means they're pointing. You mean when they like rest they, their hand they on rest- the sill and you just, just the finger <laughs> uh-huh. is sticking out of the window and you're like, what the fuck is what that? What is that? Yeah. No. Oh, it's a point by. Yeah. So there's somebody in a uh, the Del Sol. There's a picture of me stalking him around the corner. I, get, I posted on Instagram. Yep. Yeah, onto the bank. I followed him. For, the... I followed him for three laps because every time he'd point to point by, he literally stuck his finger on the windowsill. <laughs> he didn't act, like they teach you arm out the window, make it obvious, and get over. Yeah, get over to the right. No, he didn't do get that. Get off the line. He, he stayed on the line and just kind of. Yeah, thank, thanks, bro. And then every time the, my instructor goes, I'm pretty sure that was the. I, th- I think that was it. You should go. <laughs> Fuck. Too late. Because you could probably, they only want you to do it on the straightaways, I would guess. Yeah. You can pass on the front and back straight. Okay. 
which is not bad. And then the only real issue I had was I was coming off the back straight. Don't know what speed I was going well into the hundreds in fifth, fifth gear coming into that, uh, that real tight turn, mm-hmm. uh, turn four, I think is what it's called. Stuck in fifth gear. It would not pop out of fifth gear. And that's a 35 mile an hour corner. Yeah. You, you're going w- <laughs> yeah. over a hundred, going down over a hundred down to You come off the bank, you go thunk through the gutter and yep. then it's lock. Oh my God. I got to stop. Yep. That's probably hard on brakes, that track, isn't it? Yes. Was it hard on your brakes? Not so much on mine, but yeah, it's... it's You would think so. I, I could see I it think not I, being I, because I you might have a lot actually, of time where they can cool off. Too. I might have actually warped my rotors. Oh, really? Because like when I, towards the end of the day, as I was slamming on the, to get to slow down in that turn, my steering wheel would shake. Oh, yeah. So yep. I think it, they're a little bit warped. I just need new brakes now. You can drift that off. It'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be all good. It's a drift car now. It doesn't matter. That we'll find that out next week. But yeah, so then I basically slowed down enough that I could make it through that turn and then come to a, a stop elsewhere and then figure out why the fuck my... Get in the right gear. The only thing I could come up with was that I jammed it into fifth and got caught on a synchro, like just mashed it all together, and then I had to like pull it apart to get it back. It wasn't doing it every time, though? It just did it once. Just did it once, okay. And it's never done it since. It never did it the rest of the sessions. It never did it on the drive home, and it's never done it since. Gotcha. Or it's never done it before. So a tranny rebuilds in your future? Well, I knew that anyways. Yeah, but you think that'll be like a winner, your winner project this year? Since you always have I don't know. a winner project. Apart, I, have a, I have a long list of things I would like to do. Like upgrade my brakes. Have um, you considered buying another car and then swapping all the other parts over to that's it? Because that sounds like something that you would do. That's always a thought. <laughs> you need... <clears throat> the, I, screw I this tranny you rebuild sent bullshit. Us the one that you needed to buy. Robbie. I sent him one today. I was to buy. I was told that five hundred dollar car that's sold in less than eight hours. That car, no, really, fucked. Yeah, but it's kind of <laughs> a five hundred dollar Robbie though. A five hundred dollar two hundred two forty SX shell that looks like an R thirty four that had a KA twenty four in it, so it wasn't even just a shell. It looked yeah, it was a it was a running and driving car, but it looks like oh, it God. had the front and rear end off an R thirty four. It's kind of Robbie. I would have junked all that stuff. It was so screwed. Really? Oh, my God. oh yeah, I would have literally stripped it down to the shell. Oh, I figured you'd leave no. the thirty four stuff on mm-hmm. there. Really? If I would have bought it, it would have been stripped down. Ha. Huh. All right. Oh well, what can you do? So he's next time. I yep. sent him a five thousand dollar one today, and he wasn't having that one either. So that's a lot. That's an extra zero. That's a significant jump. Hey, we gave him both options: five hundred dollars, five thousand dollars. Didn't pull the trigger on for either the, one. For the so. record, which means. We have to continue going up. Right? I'll find you a $50,000 S15. <laughs> there's, there's lots of them. But oh God. Jess woke up Sunday morning and I said, hey, how do you feel about looking at a $500 car today? She about packed her bags and left. So we're not allowed to do that anymore until we get moved in. Between Michael and I, we'll find a place for it. Oh, yeah, it's if all you good. need to hide a car, well, I got, just let us know. I got places. It's all good. Okay. Yeah. I got places. That sounded really sketchy. Real sketchy. I got places. I, I know. I got places I can hide. I can shit. make a phone call. <laughs> okay. Good to know, Robbie. Thank you. Yeah. But the PDX was a lot of fun. Uh, I want to do more track days. Obviously. Ten out of ten would do it again. Oh yeah. And my instructor was very helpful. Told me what I was doing wrong. Is there anybody we know? I didn't. Dan. Uh, I can't think of his last name right now. Okay. Yeah. You, Mine was he yo. Talk. He yelled at me. <laughs> and an old guy. But he and a, an old guy that respect Miata or respect Miata, and he was being very ginger about the whole experience. And then Yo got in the car and he yelled at me a bunch. Oh, and he was more helpful. He too. was way because more helpful. Yo knew He's like go 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 go. 
go. I was like, Jesus, yo, calm down. Yo knew, yo knew how to handle you. Yep. That was the thing. More. Go faster. Yeah, he didn't. We didn't push it at all. Like, because yeah, you guys asked if I was going to time it, and I had no interest in timing it. I just literally did. They to have know the what, timing option. Could you bought the I, timing package? I think I could have. Okay. Because that was the same weekend as the club race. Yes. Did you see any club racing in the morning before you started? Yeah, there was one guy by himself. It was like not a spec V, but like one of those indie looking cars. The Formula For- Atlantic. Was it? Was it? Was a it the one? really fast one? I don't know. I couldn't compare him to anything. It was by himself. Was he doing really fast laps though? He did sixteen laps by himself. I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't well. I mean, you can still gauge. Robbie. Why didn't you have your t- stopwatch out timing him? Get your you shit still together. Gauge speed off of it. I mean, I mean bad. Yeah, bad quick. journalism. I know when we were there a few years ago, there was a Formula Atlantic there, and he likes bringing it out there because he can stretch it out and he can do uh, corner one and two flat. Jeez. And he likes to bring it there and do that. <laughs> <laughs> now this this guy was literally just qualifying for nationals. It's like he just needed 16 laps and he they went home. Yeah, because you got to run so many regionals to get yep. runoffs points. And then they had the endurance races for the Miatas. I know all these things because Jabe tells me on Slip Angle. I understand. That's where I learn all these things. Is that a podcast? That's what I've been told. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. I would definitely <laughs> just stay here and keep listening. Yeah, for sure one. don't switch. Put the iTunes down. <laughs> Good times. Yep. But he, he was very complimentary. said I did well, especially for my first time, and given the fact that we were not pushing the car to the limits. Was he afraid of the car when he first saw it? Was he like, eh, this is good. We're, no, we're going to die. I think, I'm sure one of his first thoughts was, this guy's going to overdrive. We're going to we're going to be a giant smoking yep. circle. Yep. This is gonna I'm going to have to dial this back. The whole, no, I, I'm too cautious. I babied into it. I fully admit that. That's good, though. Yeah, it's a good way to approach it. Yeah. The last thing I want to do is slide my car into the wall because he said, well, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, but somebody took a $200,000 like track spec Camaro or something. And just oh, that neat. was a pro touring car. Thank you. That's it was the- a pro touring build. Yep, and he wrecked it. He showed up with like a multi-car hauler, enclosed hauler and, and multiple cars and, and slid his $200,000 pro touring Camaro into the wall. When should've you got the stuck, money, I guess. Should have stuck to good guys autocross, I when guess. When you got the money. Yep. So, more track days, please. Okay, we could have done a track day on Sunday, but we're drifting on Saturday. We're drifting Saturday. on Saturday. Yeah. It doesn't mean you couldn't do the track day on Sunday. I have no intentions of having tires, rear ends, transmissions, all that shit's going out the window <laughs> on Saturday. <laughs> Fuck it. We're going to fucking send it. Send it. Do it for Dale. There it is. There God it is. damn it. <sighs> so, I, you have an update. I do. Well, first of all, we should talk about X Games. Okay. So I went to X Games. I'm excited to talk Two X weekends Games. ago. Was it two weekends ago now? Yes, yes it, it was. was two weekends ago now. I wasn't going to go. My buddy Chris hit me up, and he's like, hey, I won this contest for High V and Monster, and they're paying for me and one other person to do the whole X Games experience on what they call an XIP ticket. So I was like, yeah, I don't really know. It sounds cool and everything, but I was like, ah, I got shit I should probably do. And then finally, like two days before, I was like, fuck it, I'll go. And so... I didn't realize what this was. I was just like, oh, cool. We'll get like, you know, some food or whatever, and this will be neat. Get in for free. Nah, it's a whole, it was like a whole fucking thing. We had, so it's at the U.S. Bank Stadium, which is brand new as of last year, yep. which is one reason they moved it here is because it kept raining in Austin when they wanted to do stuff, and that was really screwing their schedule. So they moved it to Minneapolis? Indoors. It's indoors. Oh, okay. Yep. The new I was going to say, because it never rains in Minnesota over Texas. Yeah, it's a 70,000 seat. Brand new facility. It's really, it's really nice. Yeah. Uh, there's like a 
tennis team or something that plays. I don't know. It's called the Vikings. Never heard of it. Oh, okay. but um, uh, yeah. it's I don't know. Rug- yeah, I think they throw balls through hoops. Rugby. Um, For so, God's sakes. Uh, I don't know. The Minnesota Vikings ball. play in the U.S. Bank Stadium, and then the Minnesota Timberwolves play basketball in the Staples. No, it's not the Staples Center because that's Los Angeles. What's this? Target Center? Target Center. Basketball. Football. No, I don't. I have Go no back. idea, Robbie. You were in the football stadium. Yep, sure. That sounds good. And so, basically, our XIP ticket was, it's a VIP ticket, minus, like, we weren't full-blown VIP, so we couldn't go, like, hang out with celebrities, but we were, we had our own entrance, and we had our own area where we could, basically, all of our food was catered, all of our booze, and all our drinks, and all that stuff, and there's monster everywhere, obviously, all that was free. Um, our hotel, our suite at the Hilton was comped, all that stuff was paid for, there was monster... Um, Damn, I refrigerators. Didn't the hotel was yep. comped in everything. They gave us cash because we drove. <laughs> oh so we had cash. We had holy cow. We had a different entrance in like a different area at the uh, concerts. And that was the only time we had to pay for anything was at the concert. But they gave us cash for the bar, and we have separate bathrooms and everything. And like it was just crazy. So it was <laughs> that just really like weird. A bad deal. Yeah, it was just really weird experience. And I was looking into it. I was like. I was like, how much is this stupid ticket? And I was like, $750 for the two tickets. And I was like, okay, so if you were really into this and all your booze and all your food and everything was going to be covered for the weekend for, housing, for two people. I mean, housing's... For, well, that wasn't that. That oh, was just the just, ticket to just get in. Once oh, the stadium. Yeah. oh, okay. So I was like, okay, I could kind of get that. Like, if you and a friend wanted to go and blow it out for a weekend and this is your thing, like, I could justify $750 for two tickets. That was for one ticket. Ooh. Oh, so it's a oh. $1,500 oh. set of tickets. So I was like, we'll never be doing this again ever unless somebody pays for me to do this. Chris is apparently a good guy to have as a friend. Apparently. he's also the one that got you into IndyCar last year, wasn't he? Yeah, because he- Into the VIP yeah, area he offered me. He offered that again to me this past, it was the weekend before that, and I couldn't do it. But yeah, he was like, oh yeah, they changed it. Like They had better food, more booze, and all this. I was like, Jesus Christ. So, yeah. At Indy? Yeah. Oh, God. Chris has the hookup on stuff. Apparently. But. Wow. So anyway, that was a whole deal. I think I came out net ahead <laughs> after the weekend, <laughs> which was weird, and I had to drive up there. But uh, but yeah, the whole, the rest of the experience was pretty sweet. I mean, that's not really, like, I don't really know anything that was going right. on. But, uh, you know, they had, one of the really cool things that they do is the step up. Step Up is Motocross. one of my favorite things to watch. Step Up is fucking sick. And those guys are literally insane. Yeah. There's no explanation no. for that other than being a masochist. Because you literally jump up 40 feet straight up in the air and you come down directly on your spine. <laughs> I mean, that's basically... Yeah. Yeah, for those, well, it looks awesome. For those that don't know, it's a motor, motocross event where they literally go like, was it 20 feet to a jump and then they go straight up and see who can jump the highest? Yeah, high and, jump. But they come straight. There's not like a... Like a nope. Like a pad. down, you just bang. However you land, it's, it's you at land. a it's at a bank angle. Yeah, but it doesn't but, help. No, any. no, you're, you're yeah, you you're don't land flat. You don't come down on your front tire and then ride it out. You come almost straight down yeah. on that bank. It's not you're, like high school high jump where you're landing into a big pillow. No, you jump ninety degrees up or nine or no eighty nine degrees up, and then mm-hmm. you go like a foot over and yep. then drop. Yep, and they're trying to twist the bike so it comes up over sideways, and then. You know, try to get the t- the nose down so they can get back on top of the bike again, and it's this whole deal. But yeah, the one dude did it. It was literally like I think it was forty four feet. Jeez, forty four feet up. I mean, literally, you could put a bike on a parking garage that's forty four four stories up and just drive it straight off the edge. It would have been the same thing. And literally, one guy had to 
he had to stop. Like he was getting ready to go, and he went, "Nope, I am broken. I'm done." <laughs> My body says, "No." It's good to know I'm you're not boundaries. doing this. Like he was the, I think he was the champion from last year or a couple years ago. So like everybody's like anticipating he was gonna. He's like, "No, that we're not doing this. I'm out of this. Yeah. This is because he he stupid. launched once, and it's in the rules that as long as you don't leave the ground, you can." You can do it again. Yeah, so they were like, well, maybe he got a bad start or whatever, and I think he had a bad start because he was hurting so bad, and then he just said, nope, pack it up. Probably a smart choice. Yep. So 44 feet. Yeah, it's a long ways up. So that's sick. All the Moto, <sighs> Moto X stuff's, motocross stuff's pretty sweet. The BMX stuff's pretty sweet. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just a cool weekend. They, they do that, um, they do like a big trick finale thing for the BMX. That was pretty sick to watch i think that was on sunday um and then they do like a motocross big trick and there's they do skateboarding but it doesn't seem like it's as big of a deal not anymore it's yeah and maybe it was more popular like when the tony hot games were out and it was yep. a big deal so, they do a lot of their own stuff too, the street tour and stuff like that that's true so I, I i don't know i don't know what the deal with that was really but there was fewer events and they were kind of smaller and they made less of a big deal out of them because like the moto x big trick finale was big fucking deal it was on saturday it was this whole deal and then the you know the bmx big trick was a big deal and they do the bmx um i think they just call it the long jump i can't remember how many feet the total distance of the ramp and everything the ramp and then the quarter pipe is like 300 feet it's a mega ramp yeah so you, you jump off like you nitro know. circus yep exactly and yeah. then you go once you you know you do your trick and then you land and then you go up a quarter pipe that's 25 feet or something like that yep. yeah do another trick and then you're done if there's any one thing in the world that robbie probably wishes he could have done on rollerblades 100 percent the mega ramp. yep if i could why is that just because it's sweet yeah i've always wanted to robbie was like the first like that'd be the first thing we'd we'd go to a park and he'd find the biggest ramp and he'd huck himself over it just like his and then he'd like be upside down on purpose and and crazy shit you start the day by doing the biggest ramp and then you do a flip and then i'm i'm set to go i can i'm feeling do it every one for the rest of the day you can practice stuff do backflip. Okay. Yep. That's the that's the fastest way to clear out a skate park. Do backflip. Yeah. If, if we would show then up, you to have a, the park the rest of the day. Yep. If we show up to a skate park and everyone's like fucking fruit booters on the rollerblades, uh, we just I go and do a flip and they're like, oh, okay, they know what they're doing. Yeah, get, get out of my way. Go find the biggest gap you can jump over. Clear it. Do it. People leave you alone the rest of the day. Yeah. Don't you, we. Like in the rollerblading community, if you do like a really impressive grind and like a techie trick, yeah, that gets respect. But they have anyone that doesn't have a clue, like the guys that are skateboarding, like the kids that are there, stuff like that. If you want to clear a skateboard, just do a flip. Fair enough. That's why Robbie always beat me in competitions because he could do backflips. Yep, people would people would especially dig that. like before we really knew each other. I had a larger trick vocabulary than he did for sure. Oh yeah, but he'd always beat me because he'd do flips. And you'd have skateboarders judging it, and they don't know what I'm doing, but they know what a flip is. Rad. Here's some points, basically. So anyway, like I said, I had no idea what was going on, but I had free booze, and thanks, Monster Energy. Was it like grid lifestyle music? Or what uh, was the concert? They had, Anybody we know, or are they just like house yeah, music? Yeah, it was, it, one was like house music, and the other one was, uh, was it a day to remember? I think it was a day to remember. That'd be a good oh, show. Oh, that'd be sweet. Yeah. So, but they were like real short. They were like forty-five minutes. It was weird. Oh, like really? if you showed up late, you missed it. Huh? It's kind of weird. They're just. I'm sure they had like a sound curfew because that was outside. Oh, <clears throat> that wasn't inside. 
So they'd set up an outside stage. You'd go do that, and then, yeah, you had to disperse. Be a nerd. So Rabbit's we had a shuttle. Maple water. I see that. It's three dollars. You can't spend a lot of money. Yeah, he's not going to waste these two Dutch for that. So he that's would, that's yeah. that's kind of the extent of my weekend. It was pretty sick. Some Took some seats. pictures. Yeah. Had some really some great cool seats. Pictures. Had that whole box thing, whatever it was, with the food and the booze and the... They're called sweets. Hanging out. That's pretty sick. That would have been a lot of fun. That was it super was jelly on that one. Yep. It was fun, even though it wasn't my wheelhouse. But uh, When you said you were it. going to X Games, I was like, the fuck is he... Why is he spending money on X Games tickets? I was. And you didn't. I didn't. <laughs> now, because you never... I mean, you yeah, had said that explain. you were going with Chris, but you never really explained anything yeah. beyond that. And I was yeah. like, what's he, what's he doing spending money on X Game tickets? Yeah, that Monster really Energy weird. hookup. I guess. That's just all there is to it. They shut us down for sponsorship once. Did they? Yeah, I sent oh. that email. Oh, you did? Yeah. They said, they get out of here. Be, Small time. to beat it there yeah. as well. Yep. Yeah. That's fair. Oh, well. What's up next, Rabbi? Your RX-7's alive. It is alive. I drove it very fast. It's very scary. <laughs> All the way to, to 60, be fair, all the, all, way the way to to, all the way to 55 miles an hour, and it was very terrifying at 55 in fourth gear. I'll tell you that right now. But uh, so I got it out. I was like, I'm gonna get this car down because it's almost done anyway. So I went down to the shop on Saturday, buttoned up a couple like little tiny things, like zip tying some stuff to things so it doesn't fall off. Roadkill. Go to pull out of the garage. The power steering rack explodes. I mean, just sprays power steering fluid. <laughs> Everywhere. It's like, son of a bitch. Really? So, pull it back in the shop. It blew a seal out of the rack, so the rack's screwed. That's, I mean, that thing, there's there's not any way to fix that. Those stupid GM power steering pumps make, like, a billion PSI, I assume? (laughs) Yes. Because I don't know what it is. They just blow up everything, and that's what everybody says. They just, like, make way too much power, and they make a pressure-reducing valve for them, but I didn't have it, and I didn't know that until I blew everything up. (laughs) Hindsight. Yeah, they, right. do, they do that for the 240s. Everyone complains that if you don't have that orifice or that valve, yep. you have absolutely no feedback. It's just freewheeling. Oh, because there's so much pressure in it's that so rack. Much, it's so much pressure, you just spin the wheel with I can't one report on whether or not that's true because it just immediately <laughs> blew it up. Didn't you blow up a master cylinder too? Yeah, I blew up a clutch master cylinder. Yeah, that was like months ago. Though. Yeah, I'm hard on stuff. That's in. That was fixed. So the, the rack blew up. So I was like, what in the fuck am I going to do now? So... I was like, okay, if I can put in a power steering delete kit, because you can't, the way the belt routes, you can't take it out and then put in a shorter belt, because that was my first option. Okay, that's not an option. Nobody oh, makes geez. a power steering delete for an LT1, because they're all in B bodies, and like 4,000 pound Camaros and stuff, and you're just like, okay, so that's not an option. The other option is called deveining the pump. <laughs> Making it worthless. Right. So you basically what you do is you take the pump apart. You take the pump Did apart. Did you have a spare? No. Uh, Dude, I was like, this weekend, I was like, this fucking car is not winning this weekend. <laughs> like, fuck this car. I'm finishing it. So it took the pump apart, t- pulled the veins out of the out of the housing, the, the part that actually creates the pressure, took that out, reassembled the pump. The other complaint was after you do that is that you burn the pump out. Because there's no fluid in it. So currently I have a hydraulically cooled <laughs> belt tensioner is what I have. <laughs> because I left I left the reservoir for the pump hooked up. And then just, just have looped a, it? And I, and I, yeah, so I took the inlet to the pump 
comes off the reservoir, and then the outlet for the pump goes back into the reservoir. <laughs> it doesn't do anything, but it's got fluid in it, so it should create <laughs> lubrication. A hydraulically cooled, hydraulically belt cooled, tester. and li- that's amazing. And, yeah. So I was like, "Fuck you, power steering pump." So I got that put back together. I go to drive it. I don't know. This might be Sunday now. I'm like, all right. I'm going to drive the car. It's going to be great. So I'm kind of driving the car around, fucking around with it. I realize I've got a cooling issue, which is just I needed to put a bigger fuse in the fan, so I fixed that. Take it out. I'm driving it responsibly on a public road. Of course. Come back in, put it on the lift, because I'm going to build a aluminum plate to drive more air through the through the actual radiator instead of it coming through the front grill and then going underneath the car. So I wanted to create a diffuser of sorts there. I ended up doing that eventually. <clears throat> but I'm underneath the car, and the whole gas tank's covered in fluid. It's like, fucking thing's leaking gas. And I go to touch it, and it's gear gear fluid. Oh, no. It's like, motherfucker, what is this now? So I'm looking at the rear end, and I see that the driver's side axle is sticking out a little bit of the diff. It's like, okay. So I take take that whole assembly apart, pull the axle out. And the way that the axle works on that car is that it has a spline that goes into the diff, and then it has a like a four-bolt coupling, and then that attaches to the actual axle. So it's got a stub shaft that comes out that's basically just a spline with a plate with four bolts on it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Just a spline that goes straight into the differential. It's got four plates on it. You attach your or four bolts, you attach your axle. So I pull that out. comes out a little bit too easily. And I'm like, oh, okay, so what's happened is it, for whatever reason, it didn't get slipped in correctly and have the retainer clip clip it in and keep it from blowing out. Trying to put it back in, try putting it back in with a dead blow hammer. It's like, what the fuck? So I'm looking at it. And what I see is that when I was out test driving it, I the last portion of it that's, you know, half an inch between the end of it and the retainer clip is twisted. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm looking at it, and we're talking about the splines on it are like half a millimeter off. It's like, this motherfucking car's not going to win this weekend. So what I did is I put <laughs> it... You can just get RX-7 axles at a parts store. Well, I found the part. It was $130, which, okay. But it was from a shop I'd never heard of, and I had no idea when I was going to get it. And they claimed they had 998 of them in stock. So that's that's not buying that. There's no way. Okay, so I'm looking at it, I'm like, I'm going to fix this. So I put it in. <laughs> so I've got a bench grinder. Oh, no. Wait, no. No, it gets better. It gets better. Oh, no. I, it gets better. No, hang with me. So what I did is, so the spline is like six inches. Uh-huh. So you got six inches of contact. So what I did is that last half an inch or three quarters of an inch, all it really does is hold the retainer clip. And that was the part that was bent. So what I started doing, and this look, took like two or three hours, is I started filing it with a diamond file yes to try to straighten the grooves them. out yeah to line them back up again yep oh my god and then <laughs> seriously spent like two hours on that that didn't work exactly so then I took it to the bench grinder and I beveled it at 45 degrees so the very end of the spline I put it in the bench grinder and spun it through and just beveled the edge of it by 45 degrees and it was enough to get rid of enough material that I could slip it back into the differential <laughs> So on the left side, I've got five and a half inches worth of, or five and three quarters inches of contact instead of the six inches of spline contact. Are you sure know. that it's doing its thing? Oh yeah, it is. You do some 11s? Yeah, I went, I, yeah, I made sure that retainer clip popped when I 
put it back in, but uh, Jesus fuck you, Arc Seven. <laughs> so then you took it out and test drove it, and yep. it's all good now. Yep, it's all good. I had to replace the starter, which wasn't a big deal. Put that uh, clutch master cylinder in. Built that plate for the to push some of the air through the radiator. Um, put in a what else did I do? I put in the oh oil pressure gauge just to make sure made sure the temp gauge was reading correctly did the whole danger to the manifold thing driving around with the laptop checking <laughs> shit because all my gauges don't work Nah, track car Nah, i'll fix them eventually yeah it's all good holy shit dude. i just want to go drifting on saturday and you and i just, you will. i wanted to say fuck you white car you will not win anymore. And I had been watch. I had watched maybe one or two many roadkill episodes in the last week, <laughs> and I was like, I spent exactly zero dollars on that car this weekend. That a boy. I was like, well, that besides the starter, boy. besides the starter, yeah. but because that it wouldn't hot restart. But I was like, nervous. no, fuck you. I'm not. No, this okay. shit's going back together. You are, are going drifting. With, we are done with this. It's about how I feel with my Omni. I get it. So I would I would challenge anybody. Who's done something weirder, or yeah, oh, probably I'm sure weirder. Lots of things. But I would there. like to hear somebody tell me of something weirder they've done than file splines on an axle. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to hear about that. It sounds super sketchy. I hope it holds. I, I really do. Right. No, it's not anywhere near enough power. the The thing that's going to break is the the actual. Because you said the, the axles are weak, aren't they? Like no, that the, was as a fail point. The thing it? I'll break is the diff for sure. Because it's already a little sketchy. So that's why I was like, I'm just going to fucking send it, do it for Dale, (laughs) slap this shit back together. We talked about that before we started the show. I knew he was going to drop it. And I was like, like, fuck it, I'm just going to put this back together because the the thing that's going to break is going to be the LSD. That's, that's, I'm probably going to blow that up before I break an axle or anything goes wrong with this blind connection. That's the thing that's going to break. So that's, because it just, it jerks. It, when you engage it, when you put power to it, it locks up hard oh so the clutch packs in it are going yep. out okay so send it. Right. that's it. a clutch style one that one is yeah i haven't had that one apart but i'm pretty sure that one's a clutch clutch style okay. if it's the year that i think it is because they changed them at one point oh really yeah the s4 and the s5 are different not really sure why but then you're just running the startup tune no i had a legit Did you? i had a guy do a tune for oh, me yeah, like, remote ah nice so i'm gonna i'm gonna drive it Drifted this weekend. I'll send him the data files because he said he'd retune it again. Perfect. But it's it's safe. It's not gonna. Yeah, it's it's a conservative tune. Yeah, it's imagine. definitely a conservative tune. And and it's fast can... enough already. <laughs> <laughs> you got a yourself? slow car. Yeah, because I've had a slow car and it's got sketchy tires on it right now. Because I was like, well, I'm not gonna buy new tires because I'm going drifting, so I'm gonna right. get some sketchy tires. So I put the sketchy tires on the five Zygon wheels, if that's even how you say that. And right, yeah. And they're two fifty fives, and it was still sketchy. Like man, that's how Robbie feels. It's just too. It's just like wow. I'm all over the place. It feels faster than your car when you had the bad. You had the seven cylinder thing going on. So oh yeah, I'm sure. I you haven't been in his since. No, but I'm sure that's what it feels like. It's like okay, (laughs) it's quick. This is. I bet it's gotta be similar power. I would imagine. Probably similar weight too, aren't they? Yeah, mine's twenty. What's yours? Twenty seven, twenty eight. Yep. That's what I'd say we got to be sitting about the same situation. Yep. And I would I, guess I your shell's probably a little bit lighter. Probably. But your motor's a little bit heavier. Yep. Yeah, probably 100 yeah, so pounds I, heavier. I, I, yeah, so and I, I ripped the carpet out, and I don't have much of an exhaust, which makes it like 
louder and hotter and like scarier in general. <laughs> more drifty though. It's definitely more drifty. I don't have front carpet. I have rear. Yeah, carpet, yeah. But I ripped the front carpet out because I was like, man, yeah. Probably smelled funky or something. Yeah, I've been sitting in a, somebody's backyard, so I was like, I'm just gonna take this out. It was getting in the way of me wiring actually, so I took a knife to it. I was happens. Had shit to do. Get it done. I Send it. What's next? You got passenger seats in it and all that? Fuck yeah. Excellent. Got those Corbos in it. I'm I need to get... I'm super excited for this. This weekend. winter, I'm going to put a cage in it. But nice. for now, I got... Just going to buy a bolt-in or something? Uh, no, make one. There's a guy in Chicago that makes... Yeah, that it's, makes... Uh, that pre-cuts the pieces. It's Rhodes. Um, so I don't know if I'm going to look into that or... Oh, then you weld it in? Yep. Okay. And have uh, the guys... Um, it's not how... How's the names? The other, yep. the guys in Indianola have them welded in, but we'll see. Yeah, I've looked at that one too. Yeah, because you don't have one either, do you? No. I forgot that you don't have one. Nope. Keep thinking that you do. So I just did seat belts, but with it's those same Corbos that you have. Yep. So all I did is looped the, the, the side that attaches to the outside frame, like for the driver's side, so it'd be the left side. I looped it through the seat, and so then you just thread your your buckle through the other through hole the other on hole the right where side. The, where the lap belts are supposed to come through. You're in there. For the not, five point. Not worried about that. You're definitely. I love there. those seats. They're surprisingly comfy for being a fixed back racing seat. Yeah. Nice. What's next, Robbie? Uh, do we have time before going to you the You want to do your old man rant before yeah, we move on to Yeah, I have the, a couple of quick ones. Apparently it's going to be Robbie complains like an asshole. So I've been trying to uh, cut back on expenses. And I decided that XM radio was not one of the expenses I wanted. I'm also cutting out cable because I don't, I'm not like I you. forgot that you had cable. Yeah, so I have cable. So I'm getting rid of that. And then I also got rid of XM radio. And also as a, another reason to get rid of XM radio is because they basically took away the only reason I had it. Is he done? Yes. Yeah, I thought so he had Jason his show Ellis on. is Gandhi. I thought he had his show on uh, Faction Talk. Faction Talk on Channel 103. Supposedly has commercials, which is completely fucking useless. Yeah. I don't understand why you would pay to listen to something that has commercials on it. But anyways, so they cha- they changed Faction from Faction to Guns N' Roses Radio. Which is the dumbest Which is the absolute worst. Is it just Guns N' Roses 24 hours a day? It's just some other shit like that, too, though. Oh, that'd probably be the greatest so channel then, ever. So it's a terrible channel, because I keep accidentally switching to it, because it's on my favorites. Yeah. And it's just Axl Rose screaming all the time. Yep, and it, and it sounds like Sirius XM and Jason Ellis are kind of at each other's throats, and no. it's not looking good. Jason Ellis being vocal, yeah, yeah. So I, he does his electronics podcast, or whatever they recalled it. Now it's it's a different name, but it's making fun of Guns and Roses, isn't it? Isn't it called Podly Crew? Podly Crew. <laughs> yeah, it's the Podly Crew. So I can. Podly oh crew. my Sorry, god, not Guns it. and Roses, but yeah, Pod, Podly Crew, and they have like the the eighties hairband wig you know yep. what i mean where it's yep. like the the ultimate mullet where it's like the spiky hair on the front and then the long hair right, in the back right. yeah yep so anyways i can still listen to that and i said to hell with xm radio i'm just gonna save that money so i call their customer service line and i say i would like to cancel my my subscription effective now oh then they go okay hold on how about i give you this uh 50 off for for the next year or whatever so if Note to anyone that has XM Radio or wants XM Radio. <laughs> threaten to cancel. Threaten to cancel. Every time your subscription's about up, they'll give you 50% off. Mm-hmm. First thing they do. And I said, no, no, no I, I, don't want, I don't want that. I literally just want you to cancel it. All right, hold on. He puts me on hold so we can go and get the air quote paperwork and all that stuff. 
Then it comes back. It goes, okay, how about I can, I can do this. I can offer you six months for whatever. I'm like, no, no, I, I literally, I'm done. I want it to be done. Well, can you tell us why? And I listed off the you know, number of reasons. Like I literally just bought my dream house. I don't want to have any more expenses. I'm trying, I stretched my dollar to make this house happen. I'm trying to save money. And they go, oh, okay. You know, then he lied to me and told me that the Guns N' Roses radio was a temporary thing and that Jason Ellis will be back next week. Told me that too when I called him because I was pissed. Yep. So fuck you guys. I love the both of you guys. Guns and like... Roses bullshit. Yep. So for the record, they're not back. It's been a week. So then he puts me on hold again to try to get me like a better deal to get me to stay. And he goes, how about this? If you re-up for the rest of the year, you'll still get a refund of like $20. So you get, you know, six months for free. Of course you get, it would obviously renew. I said, no, I literally just want my refund. I want it to be over. How much is it? I don't even know. It's like 200 a year. Oh, Oh, you were paying that much? Yeah. Oh, I'm not paying that that. much. I think I'm paying $10 a month. Yeah, that's they, a little I, more reasonable. But I, but was, to, no, to get, more than that. To get the package to listen to Jason Ellis, you had to pay more. Yes. And so, yeah. Yeah, so, anyway. I, so I, I, I said I was done. And he then put me on hold again. I think he put me on a hold th- four times, and it was like it was obviously just putting on, me on hold to make me wait, thinking Which that... Which is definitely going to help yep, how angry say you are. Yeah. It, got, it got to the point... That no matter what offer, he could have offered me for the next five years for $5. I was so fed up with XM customer service, there's no fucking way I would have stayed. They were I, just hoping you'd hang up yes. and not call back. They put me on hold for like three minutes. I was on I was on customer service, or on phone, I was online with them for almost 20 minutes before I finally got my confirmation email that said, you are done. So fuck you, XM Radio, and your customer service. Damn. Another company that will not sponsor this show. No. <laughs> we're not As gonna be, right we're not now. gonna be if, XM syndicated anytime no, soon. But nope. if you if you guys listen to XM radio and you don't want to pay full price, I, I assume this isn't a secret, but Yeah, somebody else told me that too. If you always, call and always call in and say, I'm thinking about quitting, they'll automatically give you half off. My, so the reason I knew XM was a screwed up business is because when I got the Trailblazer, I called them and I said, I just need to transfer from my Veloster to the car that I just bought. And they're like, oh, okay, sounds good. Do the thing. All right, we did that. And you get three months for free. I was like, yeah, but but why? Like, I'm not arguing with you, but can you explain <laughs> to you, me? But. Can you explain to me in what realm that makes any fucking sense for you to give me three months for free because I bought a different car? Because they, charged you, fif- they charged you $15 to transfer. No, it was it was all free. It was, was all it? Take- yeah, and they're just like, oh, we just, this is something we do. I'm it's, like, what? that's not true. <laughs> That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Every time I've transferred, they charge what? me fifteen oh, bucks. Oh no, uh uh-uh. uh, uh-huh. no, that didn't Every happen. Time. That's uh, the other problem with XM is that you get different things uh-huh. when you call at different times. That's that times way with all those places. Man, that's weird. XM or yeah. any major cable or satellite. Well, let provider. me talk to my supervisor. Liar! He just put me on hold. Because that's how weird your cause. Yep. Makes weird me really stuff. Stay. So. More, more money for race cars instead of Do you have any other radio. old man rants that I you I do. Okay, continue. Well, I needed I bought rims and tires this like a month ago and they have basically brand new Blizzax on them. One of the th- four has a big cut in the sidewall, so I have to get a new tire. I'm like, "Well, I need something that's going to kind of match the tread pattern and have the same newness as these Blizzax." Cuz you're going to drift on them. Cuz I'm going to drift on them. I want to at least have them somewhat similar heights and everything. So I'm like, well, I'm going to go to Walmart. I need a tire today. I need it the cheapest tire I can fucking find. 
So I'm like, okay, I'll just, I, I looked at the prices. Walmart has, has them in stock cheap. So I called them and I said, hey, I realize you closed in an hour. I need the cheapest 225, 45, 17 you have. What car? No, no, it doesn't matter. I have, I have, I'm taking one rim in. That's, I, I'm literally taking you one rim. That's all you, that's all you need. No, what car? <laughs> I can see how this is going to go. after you talk to XM, so were you like fired up and like, <laughs> no, this is, this is burning days, the world down. This is days later. So I'm like, all right, it's, it's a Nissan 240SX. All right. And then we go through the whole rigmarole of what year it is. What chassis, you know, everything, just like... Manual or automatic? Yep. That, that came with 16s, Robbie, not 17s. Yep, so he was real... Yep. Sir? Sir, that... The, are you sure that's what you want? Yep. So we go back and forth for a while, and then he goes, okay, I can do. I can give you that one for like $70 or something, and I can get you these, and they're, you know, he listed off the reason why I could get that one. I'm like, is that the cheapest tire in that size that you have? And he kind of paused, no. But I, I can't give you those because your car is rated for this speed. I'm like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's going on a drift car. I cannot stress that enough. Did you say that Did to you him? Yes. That? Oh, that was too much information. I man. told him. do that. I told him these these are going on a drift car. I literally want the cheapest two twenty fives you have. I'm going to turn these into noise and smoke. It doesn't matter. And then yeah, he didn't. He wouldn't listen to me. He goes, I have to give you a rated V or whatever tire. I cannot put it in the system. He probably does, though. I'm sh- I'm sure the it's system. Don't fault because he asked. Yep. But he I... probably has to. He probably has no the... choice. The software he probably, that he no, goes he probably through, doesn't have a choice. I, I should have researched. No choice to him. I should have picked like a fucking hybrid Prius or something. Just you know, just so I'm driving a Prius. Give me the slowest fucking tire you got. <laughs> I don't care. It's. I literally told him this is going to last all of 20 minutes. I just need the tire to last 20 minutes. That's it. Give me the cheapest thing you got. Spend a hundred dollars. I was again, I got to the point where I'm like, Fuck you know it. what? Just put whatever hundred dollars, whatever. Just give me a tire. I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> just put I'm what tired of you and your shit. Whatever tire you have, just put it on. Just put a tire on a wheel. I just want to leave. <laughs> yep. So that's, that's my complaint. Like, obviously it's my own fault. I went to Walmart where they're not like they're, handcuffed by their system they had to do what their computer told them to do and he wasn't going to listen to anything yeah but, but they sell like korean tires and shit there you thought you could uh, I, I, I understand thought, the reasoning i priced it out and i should have only spent 70 dollars total like yeah. mounted balance super cheap yeah God damn that's a cheap tire yeah but i spent 103 dollars for a tire mounted and balanced how much is mounting and balancing like 10 bucks or 12 bucks or something Damn, I should start taking my tires to Walmart. It's the only. It's the I have, only, t- I have I won't taken. Do that. I, I have calm down, no, everybody. I'm I, not no, doing that. I have taken tires to Walmart to have them changed, and I literally take them in and I say, "This is a wheel, and this is a tire." And what, what you're gonna do is you're gonna put it on that machine, and you're gonna make it one thing. Uh-huh. Okay. Put this. <laughs> Wait, what? And this you can do together that? And don't ask no, any sir, questions. Sir, I need the car. If you ask a question, I swear to God. <laughs> I I thought for sure Walmart would be quick, easy. I could actually get groceries while I was there. Like, I've done I, it. I, 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 I see, understand. Tires is the only thing I thought I could trust Walmart with, and I, I, I mean, they did. It's fine. It's all good. Never buy anything that plugs into the wall from Walmart. No, I would, I, and I wouldn't get any mechanic works done. But like getting tires, I thought no problem. See, I, I could walk in and tell you what I want, and you'll get it for me. Tires, especially tires, you're gonna purposely burn up. Yes, I mean, granted, they're the second cheapest tire I could have put on it. So I mean, I, I literally only lost twenty bucks. So it's not the end of the world. It's just kind of annoying that like, but you knocked like you're three not years off your lifespan. Yeah, frustration, man. Yeah, Don't, haven't you? 
Have you gone to O'Reilly's to buy parts for the 240? Oh, I have an O'Reilly story that now that we're at this, I'm going to tell What's, it. So, but have you been there yet? Uh, no, I go to Advance here in town, and they're really helpful. Oh, okay, because like, they're like they listen to me when I tell them. I'm like, okay, okay, I have a Nissan 240SX. Okay, no, 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 with an LS. Not done yet. I have an LS1 out of a '98 Camaro. Okay, you good? Now, now, are we, go. are we on the same page? Now, now? go. Now we can start that's, looking that's for parts. The best. I, my, well, they, they listen. That's I why I go to Arnold's. I won't go anywhere else anymore. I'm yeah, done with all of those places. I can't buy parts on Sundays because of it. But I will not <laughs> set foot in those places anymore. Because I go to Arnold's. Like, I went to Arnold's to buy a coil for the Omni. Walk in there. I said, need a coil for an 84 Omni. All right. Give me two minutes. Went back there. Brought it back up. Opened it up. Does this look right? Yep, that's right. All right. $12. Thank you. <laughs> Moving on. He didn't ask me if it's a manual or a four door or a two door or an automatic or none of that stuff matters because the coil is the fucking same at Arnold's. It's the way it should be. Well, yeah, they understand that though. I yeah, I've had yeah. really good luck with Arnold's always because they had a machine shop in your hometown that I had. My yeah, crank my dad done. uses that guy religiously. Yep, I know Very many people around there that use that guy religiously. Yep. He got like hurt or had some medical thing and the. Like, there was this rumor that he was quitting, and people were losing their goddamn <laughs> minds. Who am I going to get work from? Yeah. So. Yeah, I, b- I bought a starter for a 95 Caprice this week. <laughs> yep. I went into... What, what's this for? Wait. Just hold on a second. Let me think. It's, Let for, me think. A, it's, a, it's for a 88 RX-7 Turbo 2, and yeah, that's this. That's what I do when I go into... Yeah, the, this... Arnold's or not Arnold's uh, advance has to think I own like six different cars because I, I I bought car parts for my sister's car the other day to replace all the rotors and stuff. I bought you know, Camaro parts. Then I accidentally got the year wrong. and got a 2002 Camaro head gasket or uh, intake valve gasket. That's not the right one because the 98s are different. So I had to go back and tell them I'm a moron. Man. Yeah, I know. You know they, you, you'll see those like uh, you go into a mom and pop parts store like Arnold's and they always have those little comics up on the back and it'll say something about like someone standing at the at the counter and the guy is behind the counter like telling the customer like no the computer says we don't have any and the guy's like pointing at it <laughs> yep. you know that sort of yep. thing yep uh when i still had my audi the starter went out on it and so i went into i don't remember which one it was in town advanced o'reilly's whatever it doesn't matter they're all the same uh and I was like, all right, I need a starter for a 2001 Audi TT 225 Quattro with a six-speed. You know, I went through the whole rigmarole, blah, 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 blah. All right, well, he, you know, here's your starter. Took it back to where the car was broken down, put the starter in, or pulled the starter out, tried to put the new one in, and it wasn't any, like, bolt pattern wasn't even the same. And I laid it down next to the one that came out of the car, and the one that came out of the car was, like, two inches longer. I mean, it was like so obvious and the bolt pattern was not the same. And like this, I don't even think this came from a Volkswagen, you know, (laughs) like this is probably for a Toyota Camry or something. Who knows? But I brought it back there with my starter and the guy, this is the part number in the book. I don't give a fuck. That book is wrong. Match. Look at what you gave me. I can't do anything, sir. Okay, fine. Gave him his starter back, went back, went to Arnold's and they gave me the right starter the first time. Problem solved. My favorite thing is, I think I told this story already, but Advanced used to send me emails because I logged in to look for a part for the RX-7 one time. Uh-huh. They'd send me emails, and they're like, your RX-7 is due for 188,000-mile service. I was like, what? Where are you coming that's, up with these numbers? That's some clairvoyance right <laughs> there. It's like, you are very, like, who is your market? Like, what? 
Who has an 88 Turbo 2 or whatever it was? I was looking up RX-7 with 188,000 miles on it. Like, who are you selling to? But like 3% of the people they get it right on. Oh, holy shit, geez, it is. They, it, what in I the, was. Yeah. Sell me one of all those things. Yeah, the, the only thing I could justify is maybe if you had like a 2013 car that was out of warranty and they're like, hey, you need to buy oil. Like, okay, yeah, it's it's about 50,000 miles. Sure, why not? I'll so buy oil. Katie's headlight burned down on her Focus just like three weeks ago. I went into one of those places to get a, a headlight. And, you know, they used to have those books. You just flip the book open, find your car. Okay, it's this part number, grab it. Yep. The book is gone now. You have to go to the front counter <laughs> and tell them that I have a man or I have an automatic four-door focus so they can give me a headlight for it. And and then the guy wouldn't tell me what the part number was. He had to go get it for me. He, he was trying to be super helpful, like I was a moron or something. Because he's probably used to working <laughs> with morons when they come in for headlights. Okay, whatever. Wrong headlight. <sighs> but of course, I opened the package. Right, so it's your headlight Before now. I got the headlight out of the car. So now it's my headlight. I don't know what it's for. It's my, not the right one, though. My favorite is the windshield wiper selector thing like it used to be a book and now you it's just a, have flip, 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 now flip, it's flip. a computer there we go oh, there it is yep and it's like next page yeah when i had the when i had the volkswagen <laughs> last next page. page next page <laughs> next page next page fuck try the it. book it takes two seconds try it with audi because all of their vehicles start with a except for the one i own <laughs> starts with a t so i'm on the last page yeah I, they must parts sell. Stores, they man. must sell parts. A large portion of their customers must be morons. Morons, yeah. Yep. I, I mean, really? I I, why would you set the store up like that if it wasn't like you know Joe who just picked his kids up from soccer practice and he doesn't but know what, what are they doing with like. all those parts? Annoying the rest of us. But like, you know, uh, Joe Blow from Kokomo is not going to know how to put a starter in his Camry. He's not gonna go in there and buy a starter. Well, yeah, but he's gonna have it towed to the to yeah. the Jiffy Lube and the, or the, you know, and they're gonna put a starter in. They know that that we don't have any other options. The ones of us that work on our cars, so we have to go talk to the high school kid who has. That's to go why I go to computer. Arnold's. There's just, just not a local, many of those left. Semi-local parts store chain for those who don't live in Iowa. There's just not many of those left. Like there's where's there's one in Des Moines somewhere, but I don't know where it is. They literally on the back side of their receipt they have a list of where they all are located because there's that few of them. Napa is decent. Napa is pretty good too. If if I really need a part on a Sunday, I'll go to Napa. And I know the Napa guy in Indianola, but they're not open on Sunday. The when one I, in when Ames, I needed the because starter. it's a big store, they have they are open on Sunday. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, when I needed the starter, they didn't have it. And of course, O'Reilly's didn't have it either, but you know. It's like, how do you not have an LT1 starter? Yeah, you think that'd be Of super, all things that you guys would common. have... You don't have an LT1 starter, which I think is just a small block starter. I was going to say. I think it's, it's probably, the same. probably the same it's the starter. Same, it's the same block. It's the same block. It's probably the same starter, but it wasn't in the inventory thing, and so he probably had it, but didn't know that he had it if I just told him I need a starter for a 76 well, yeah, Malibu. How about, how about you just let me go back there and look at your starter? I'll just go look. You let me look, and then we'll... I'll bring up what I want to pay for. And then, and then we'll you can tell me what it's for, and I'll tell you that's the car I have. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Rant over. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done complaining like an asshole now. Should we do the news, Robbie? Okay. There's a new Buick GS. 
It's a jalopic commenter's wet dream. It's just if it comes in brown. Oh, for sure then, yeah. Flat bottom steering wheel, Robbie. Oh, does it? Oh, we haven't brought that back in a oh, long, man. long, long time. It's got a flat bottom steering wheel. Got that flat, flat bottom steering wheel. But I don't think it comes in a manual now. Nope. nope. Manuals, no more manual. Manual is dead as of 2015. But comes with a V6. It's uh, how many million horsepower? What is it? 310. 310 horsepower. You hatchback. Nine-speed auto, all-wheel drive hatchback, a twin-clutch diff. If I was going to buy one, it'd still be the last-gen one, and I'd want mine in front-wheel drive, please. Yeah. Smoky it's, it's not. It's, it's not a bad-looking car, but it's, no. it's not anything special either. No, and it's also $40,000. That's a yes. lot of money. I think it starts at forty thousand dollars, but that's, that's a, a GS, so I don't know. Yeah, what options you can or already have on the GS? And for what the, is that based off of? Do we remember? It's a Vauxhall of some sort, isn't it? Oh, I don't know I don't if know. it is anymore. It probably is, but I don't. I'm pretty sure that's a world platform that they just took from somebody else. It's what the Malibu should have been, which is a hatchback, because the Malibu looks like a hatchback, but it's not. A they hatchback. did that one. It was called the Malibu Max. Everybody hated it. You know what? I would drive a Malibu, Malibu Max SS. It said my biggest gripe about the Malibu Max was that Max was spelled with two X's. It was. And that was too much. <laughs> it goes back. It's extreme. It was too much. XIP. What was the other thing we talked about that was extreme? PDX. Oh, PDX. Malibu Max with two X's. Max it's because it's extreme, bro. You can do extreme family things in here. That's because they- Envoy that's, XUV. That was so that's because- lame. That was like the worst looking car of all time. I don't know. The Malibu remember. Max. It wasn't the worst like, looking car. You wanna, yes, it is. You want to talk about phoning in a design. Yeah, The that's Malibu for Max sure. is phoning not, it in. Look I mean, at that dog shit. <laughs> I can't no. even The back of it, it is terrible. It's you want to know what you don't ever see driving down the road anymore? They were everywhere for like two A Malibu years. Max. No, I, there was- They're a, all gone. There's a- girl that used to work out of my gym that had a Malibu Max SS. Did you ask her? They, no, I didn't realize. You know. Are you sure that it was a Max SS? Yeah, And not was. just a Malibu SS? No, I'm positive. It was I did a Max not know SS. they made a Malibu Max SS. That's quite a badge. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I would, I'd, I'd rock one of those. I mean, it looks just like Just for the shit. walls. I, yeah, I'd troll Hondas all day long. I wonder what the SS, Malibu SS package was. I think it was a 3.6 liter V6. All right, you want to check me on that? Which one? Uh, Malibu Max. We'll just, or just the, do a the Malibu, Malibu SS. SS. Mal- like Except he's going to get like, yeah. 2007, let's say. Yeah, five. Malibu SS. It is a 3.9 liter V6. 3.9 liters. Nine. That's a lot of displacement. 240 horsepower. Hell yeah. You can 240 foot pounds of torque. You can control a lot of Hondas with that. That's a decent. Yeah, that'd be all right. Mover. Lame. 3.9. That's kind of cool looking. Liters. No, it's not. definitely not cool looking. Uh-huh. It was much better than the base Malibu. How about that? Ooh, a real challenge. You know what? You know why I hated the Malibu Max, actually? Is I remember the commercial, because even at, like, 15 or however old I was, I was like, what in the fuck is this? So you, they drove up one of those... It's not a suspension bridge. What's the bridge called? Like, parts in the middle? You know, they let the bus... Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know, but... It's we, not a drawbridge yeah. either, but it's whatever that yes. is. And so what happened was, they in the commercial, they drove the car up up the bridge as the bridge was going up and they got over the fulcrum and you know the car was teetering and the passengers in the back seat to show a feature <laughs> to show the feature no. of the back seat oh, no. they could slide the back seat slid could slide back and oh, forth yeah. which is fucking stupid oh, why yeah. do you need a four seat car that the back seat no that's moves? actually kind of brilliant because if you don't have anything in the back 
But you don't want your kids to be kicking your seat. You slide the seat Just back. Just leave it back. But if you need a little bit more space for something that's a little bit long, you slide the seat you forward. You can fold the seats forward. <laughs> you can still put people in it. I, I think it's dumb. What do you? I'm what all do you, about it. What do you gain in like I'm four inches? Hey, sometimes that's all that matters. So anyway, well, they, go, they go up the thing and they're teetering on the thing, and then the back seat, back seat passenger, you know, they slide the seat back, and then oh, they save themselves. Oh, I'm not gonna die. It was fucking dumb. I almost said, "What it's, happens if you gain four inches?" But I went, didn't go there. I was you went leave, there, but you went, I went there anyway. There, yeah. Yeah. I didn't it's go there. It's too funny not there. to go there. I want to say it. Just get it out there. <laughs> so, for forty thousand dollars. You can buy a Buick GS with 310 horsepower or a Civic Type R. You can get a Kia Stinger with 365 horsepower. That's a many. Okay. And rear wheel drive. Is it? I think so. Pretty Show sure me what you're is. talking about, Robbie. What, what? We've talked about this car before. Much better. Oh, that car. one. Yes. yes. Sorry. That's called this. That is called the Stinger. That's yeah. the name they went with. That's a the dumb Stinger. name. Stinger. But okay, yeah, I'm with you. 365 horsepower, right? Rear wheel drive or all wheel drive? I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, it's a nice car. It's re- yeah, it's either rear or all wheel. What what price did you quote there? The, according to Car and Driver, thirty three thousand. So for a base model? Yeah, for a base model at or I guess yeah. So I'm not sure what the 365 horsepower one costs. Or you could also get a Julia for roughly the same price. Two range. liter Julia, base yep. model Julia, which yep. are apparently. Problematic. Are they? That's too so bad. Nobody's much. surprised. It's a neat Damn car. Damn it, Alfa Romeo. I know. We we wanted that car to be awesome. You can get a get one of those for a lease for three hundred bucks a month. It's kind of an expensive lease. For a Julia though. You could also get a C class. Yeah. Or a three series. I don't yeah, know if it's gonna be less problematic. I probably I probably would not pick the Julia because yeah. I would feel like a dick for not getting the quadrifolio or however you say it. Yeah. I'd be like, this is not the car that I wanted. And then I would be disappointed. But I'd feel the I'd same way the about Beamer. a three series versus a, an M3. I would get an A3. Because yeah, A3s sure. are dope, Robbie. Yeah. yeah. Sick as. And it's got a fuck. warranty. So it doesn't, all yeah. of your musings don't matter, Robbie. Warranties. Robbie, you're going to turn it in. That's, that's it's fine. nothing it more. Somebody else's it's nothing. It's, down the road. it's nothing more or anything less than you know. Just it's an Audi with a warranty. It's you have fun with it. You get rid of it. There you go. That's fine. You turn it in. Fine. I'm on, I'm on board. Somebody else's service yep. problem now. Yep. That's the same. For that defense, you should have bought a Julia though. No, but I want the I want the <laughs> twin turbo. No, I want the twin yeah. turbo. V6 that's one. true. Because you want don't the, want to phone it in. You're, no. you're always going to regret Yeah, because everybody's going to say, oh, is this the fast? No. It's no, not. it's This one around the Nurburg. No, no, not this not, one. Not this, this one didn't. No, nope, not this one. one. Nope. Does that have the carbon fiber seats? No, no, no carbon. No, it doesn't have the, no, the, doesn't have the splitter. I'm out. No, it doesn't have. No, yeah. Not the I wheels. Can't have I'm out of here. See ya. <laughs> are we, are we, so anyway. Are we done with the we can be done. boring cars? Yeah. We can talk about another boring car. The 2018 Nissan Leaf. Wants to cut down to one pedal part of the time. They want you to drive with one pedal sometimes. Uh-huh. I read this three times to try and get my head around it. I found I've, I've thought of a good way to describe it to people. I I understand what they're trying to do. I just don't think it will work. I don't think people can handle it. No. People are pretty stupid. Let's so, explain it before we get into it, though. So Nissan is proposing in their Leafs that... Leaves? 
Leaves? Leaves? Leaves? Leaves. What's the plural of leaves? I've never seen it. It's a name. This, yeah. Leaves. leaves. It's probably leaves. Yeah. Uh, Let's go with that. Let's go with that. But they're proposing, like, in stop and go traffic, that you can push a button, which in their video is on the top of the uh, gas pedal, or it's a hybrid, I don't know what they want to call it, the electric pedal. <laughs> the go, the go faster go pedal. button. The, the long skinny one. So they want to basically eliminate the brake so that when you push it slowly, you slowly gain speed, and then when you let off of it, it basically breaks for you, and then if you let go completely, it like locks up the brakes. So it's basically turning your leaf into a driving similar to your ride-on lawnmower. How do you maintain a speed? You got to keep your foot I think, there. Uh, yeah, you you would maintain it by holding your maintain foot there. Pressure and then I, on the I would imagine once you get a certain speed, it has to disengage. Because this is only effective at like five miles an hour. Yeah, they it's said f- it was only good like in town, like stoplight to stoplight yep, driving. So, so this will work in Los Angeles on the 101, going to and from San Diego to Los Angeles. Because you're going to be sitting in bumper-to-bumper traffic for three and a half hours. That's not not what, in a, not in a leaf though because it'll be dead by then. <laughs> yeah, you probably, won't so, make it. You true. won't make it. <laughs> but that that's the only way that this would work. Like you have to be in the bumper to bumper all day long traffic. I think you're just doing it from stoplight to stoplight, like in downtown traffic. No, you're going bump like you're going three feet at a time. Do you know what I mean? I like, think I think it's so it's so you don't have to rest your foot on the brake during stop and go traffic. I don't. We're assuming major congestion. Here. My 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 f- fear is someone's not going to hit the button, and then they're going to oh, run yeah. into somebody else because they're like, "Oh god, it didn't stop." They're going to lift, and it doesn't yeah. slow down. And, and yep. then they're going to panic, and then they're going to hit the accelerator because that's what people do when they panic. Apparently, is yep, hit the accelerator. I think this could work to a select group I think of people. It's going to be really rough, bro. Oh, yeah. here's think about this: people can't figure out how to get. Chrysler's in park. You're telling me <laughs> you're, you're changing that, that up the braking ex- scenario, and you think people are going to be able to handle that? That is exactly why it won't make it to the mass public. Like, mass, They're releasing it. This is it'll never work to the general public. I'm sure they'll have to issue a software update yep, and remove be, it. I think it could work. I think that the if you know what you're doing and you know how to drive it, this could be very effective in in bumper to bumper stop and go traffic. Yep. However, I don't see it taking off. Because I don't think people can also if it. your limit's like twenty five and then you accidentally go twenty six and all of a sudden it doesn't break now you're f- fucked. Yeah, you have to pay think attention. like think you're driving around. Okay, if oh, no, I stay no below 25, 25, 25, 25, 26, Oh, the brake, the one pedal brake isn't working anymore. Like, how long does it take you to realize that that happened? I think yeah. it's gonna be you're gonna be real jerky too. Yeah, I'd be like it's gonna be really long. hard to maintain that speed. Because you know when you're maintaining a speed, you're in and out of your gas a little bit. You're you're true coasting, not coasting, coasting. You know, but as soon as you lift a little bit, slow down. You're regenerative braking, which means you're going to do the, this jerking. Because people are going to be like, "Oh, I'm just going to let off the accelerator and coast." Nah, not no, not, not a, really, not bro. Thing. And then, yeah, and then if it does that, I would I would assume if you let off the gas, it automatically put a brake light on. But I would I would like to think they thought that. Through. Oh, it's. I never even thought about that. This is so stupid. Don't do it. I don't Nissan. I don't think it's so stupid. I just don't think it's gonna work. Nissan, stop fucking around with the leaf and give me a 390Z or whatever you're gonna call yeah, it. Give me, two, give me an S chassis. Yeah, stop I, this shit. Make a performance car. I wonder because like the leaf, I don't I think the leaf does. I know the e-golf does. They have regenerative braking. Yeah. 
I wonder if the brake does the brake light come on for that? I suppose it would. Because I think that's a different that's a different, totally different thing. Because you're actually braking. Like you're hitting the brakes. Hmm. Okay. Give me a two liter turbo in a two door car. Just yeah. stop trying to make one, drive. one pedal a thing. Rear wheel drive. Just yeah. saying. With a manual transmission. And a manual transmission. It's all you do. It's all it's all Nissan should do. You yep. do one thing. You make you make a three quarter size truck and you make S chassis. Yeah, is, is and it, that's the thing you do. Is it that hard to ask for a company to just make a plain sports car? Like they don't even. Bells, I don't like, even want another three seventy Z. No, I want. It's too complicated. It's got leather seats. No, no, you're no. Just make, look they at, make those. They're called go BRZs. To, go and to, we don't like them. Go to Toyota and look at the whatever it's called now. The, the FRS eighty six. And look at that and just say, I'm going to put a turbo on that. Um, give me an inline four with a turbo, manual transmission. Yep, done. That would sell. Done. Ask Fiat how well those the are selling. The minimum amount of airbags. What, you're talking about the 124? The 124. That's basically what that is, and they can't... That's Miata. They can't move them. You can buy a Miata, though, because it's a Fiat. I still maintain that. It's a Fiat. Like, if you, if you forget the badges and you just look at... The chassis are the same. Which motor would you rather have? From an enthusiast standpoint, because I know I'm going to want to change shit, taking the Fiat. Because it's turboed from the factory, which means that tuning options are much larger, much greater. The the ability to tune, yeah, how far you're going to be able to take it is much larger. But Fiat shot themselves in the foot. They're like, oh, it's a Sunday cruiser. It's like, okay, so now um, this has become a fourth car to people. So the market is tiny. Was. Your market's tiny. Nah, they should they should have gone out with their their first advertisement should have been like a fucking autocross. I mean, like. This is your new autocross king. Should have had smoke coming off the back and just yep. sliding that fucker around. Like that guy in the S2000 in the t- tire rack commercial. Shit gotten real wild. Sponsor Formula D driver. Fuck it. They, yeah. they have a rally team? Yeah, sponsor. Just There's a Viper that's drifting like in a, a Toyota IQ or whatever. Like Shit gets wild. Just do, do something crazy. Fiat drift car. Boom. Yeah. Moving on. So Apple's going to introduce a new software that prevents you from using your phone while you drive. This is good because I'm pretty sure I saw two accidents on the way home that had to do with people not paying attention. I thought this was already like a thing. I thought you could just like push a button on your phone, kind of like airplane mode. Or is that not a thing already? I don't think it's a thing. Oh. I obviously don't use it, so if it is a thing, I don't don't know. Well, airplane mode is a thing. Yeah, but so this is car mode. So next to your airplane mode button is a car mode. So if you plug it into the car... Yep. Or connects to the car via Bluetooth, or it senses you're going over 10 miles an hour. So, so Usain Bolt probably won't use <laughs> Apple after no. this, I assume. But uh, um, for everybody else. But yeah, I, th- I think the. T- Never thought of that. No, I think the way it's designed that if if, it, if you connect your Bluetooth to your f- car, like most people do, so you can get your hands free stuff, this takes it a step further that it completely disengages everything except for phone calls through the Bluetooth system. And, and maps and, and maps something else yep so or whatever but uh, you can easily not use that by not using your bluetooth what if you're a passenger it said you could you hand it to the pass- passenger could put in a code or something yeah and, and your phone the passenger's phone would not be connected to the bluetooth well see so i guess i i didn't see that it was bluetooth dependent 
Well, it's also speed. I thought it was speed. It, 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 it does. Yeah, the way it does I read it, it was speed, speed dependent, were, but Bluetooth functionality would continue to operate as normal. That's the way I read it. Yeah, see, I didn't see the speed. I just saw that as soon as because, you connected like, to your car. I, I've never had a car. I think with there was both. Yeah. Bluetooth's not a thing in my. Oh, see, my maxim, the Maximum's got it. So is the Edge. World. So. It's, my, every time well, my phone sucks so bad that I reset the network like all the time. It's nine years old. I know. But like every time I have to like do anything to it, it just dis- it disconnects from my Bluetooth, so I I don't I don't even bother. But I I feel like it's not going to stop anybody from doing things because no. if the passenger can use his phone, then the driver can unlock it. Oh, I'm the passenger. Do 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 do. Yep. Continue on using my phone. Yeah. You want to hear some real dumbassery? This is from. We love the mastery this here. This is from let's, let's hear it. Nissan. It just make a fucking S chassis. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> They've decided that they're gonna start putting a Faraday cage in their cars. Huh? Do you know what a Faraday cage is? To the Google. A Faraday make cage sure is a, the right thing. A Faraday cage is a uh metal structure that's Basi- I don't know how they're going to do that because it kind of has to be grounded, which basically oh, yeah. cuts out all RF frequencies. So yeah, so you can stand in your it. Phone like would, Tesla did that where it would we ground have, around him. We use them at work to test antenna loss and patterns and stuff like that. I, I so think about this. Nobody in the car can use their phone now. Zero people. You can't even sit in your car and make a phone call. That's not going to nope. work. Not moving. You can't sit in your car and do an email. Nope. So, like, like, Iowa Iowa just said, uh, now texting and driving is a primary offense. They used to have to be able to have a second, that was a secondary offense. You had to be speeding and texting to be able to pull you over. Now, if they see you texting, they can pull you over. So, you're supposed to pull over and, you know, send your text, send your email, and then join back with traffic again. I couldn't even do that. Have they never talked to a traveling salesman? Have they never driven a car? They're Nissan. They make cars. Just make an S chassis. Just, <laughs> just one thing. Just want you to do one thing. I don't. It's really stupid. Like it's really dumb. It's it's. I don't know if it's. I think you know what it is. It's millennial uh, think tank groups. That's what it is. Yes. I just. It's like nobody. Why I, are we? How do you not understand how people use cars? This was something I wanted to say last week when we were talking to Alex, and he was talking about how like Germany and other European countries have way better crash statistics than we do. Why, why not, instead of spending all this time and money and effort creating new technologies, why don't we just teach people to be better about it? Let's focus on making... Edu- education? Let's focus on driver education and safety procedures instead of trying to reinvent or invent all these crazy, expensive, and frankly, hard-to-produce technologies. Let's just focus on making us better instead. No, that's way harder. We're trying, we're just, we just want to idiot-proof everything. Bubble wrap on everything. It drives me nuts. No, I, I'm right there with you. It's, it's super frustrating. What? That's, well, that's, I mean, that's manufacturing in general. I mean, how can we make this idiot-proof? Yeah, no, and that's the way I have to design, like, you know, when I'm building data racks at work, I have to, I can't build it the way I think it should be built. I have to build it how it's going to be serviced by the idiot who's servicing it on a weekend. Yes. So, you know, you got to be 
you got to be careful how you're going to bundle things together so that they can be traceable and, and stuff like that. You got to think about those things. Maybe we should just focus on making us better instead. Yeah. Spending all this time and money and energy and in making things stupider. Self-improvement's bullshit, Let's dude. make us smarter instead. Yeah. I mean, let's be realistic. People think the earth is flat, so, I mean... Yeah. Day, 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 day. <laughs> think about it for a minute. Like, these these are the people that we're contending with, so... Yeah. I don't really have anything. I don't have anything to say. I, 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 without so going stupid. down like a crazy rabbit trail about how stupid everybody is, let's move on to... <laughs> Adam, Robbie has... Robbie is old man Adam this week. He That's is fine. Not, I'm good with that. I'm, I'm excited it. about it. He's just fucking pissed. I just, I are you it. turning 28 or something, or what's happening? I am 28. Are you turning 29? Is not that the yet. problem? This is, this is the real sign of adulthood, Robbie. Where I can play Everybody else is where You finally got to the point where I was like, Jesus Christ, you're all a bunch of morons. I'm going home. I don't know. It's coming. I have... I feel Say it. Robbie still has Say hope. It. Robbie, let's ask Robbie when he's 29 if he still has hope. <laughs> I don't, but we'll beat it. I can't decide if it's because as I've gotten older, I feel like I've I've continued to try to learn. I like you're I, trying to improve yourself. Yeah, yeah you, did, you just, didn't just stop when you got done with college or, or high school. Yeah, I, did, yeah. I, I, oh. I wanted to get an automotive degree. I got an engineering degree. I want to continue that. <laughs> um, I want to like I don't know like if I. There's something I don't know. I, I, look, I read about it. I educate myself on it. I want to actually understand the concepts of what, whatever it is I'm doing, like whether it be driving, what we're doing here at the podcast, like the audio side of it, the video, whatever. I constantly want to be better at things. And I feel like as I've gotten older, I swear to God, like I just look around I'm like, are you all content with not knowing anything? Right. And, I, and I'm the asshole because I look at people going, you're stupid. You don't need to know what car I'm putting the tire on. <laughs> that's that's my complaint. I was just like, I'm I'm smarter than you, and then I'm the asshole because I feel that way. I want to return to a barter society. I'd fucking rock that shit <laughs> oh, out. God. I'd rock that shit out. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's, I'm 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 the asshole that points out that you're dumb. Yep. I'm I'm okay with you that. You can't now. tell people they're dumb, Robbie. I know. You're just being pessimistic, Robbie. It's not a thing. No, then I get frustrated, and then I walk away and just like, okay, here's hundred dollars. Give me the fucking. Yeah, but tire. then they're like, do you see that asshole? Yeah, what a what fucking. The, what, dick. Dick. what is dick? his problem? Has yeah. a degree and he thinks he's better than this me. Fucking engineer. <laughs> yeah, I went to school for nine years and I'm not a doctor. What do you think I'm better than me? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. Oh man, <laughs> you're just a dick, Robbie. I am. <laughs> Welcome to the club, Robbie. I'm glad I'm not alone now. Michael, you're Give next. Give me another year. Yeah, when I hit 20, 28 sounds like it's the year where you just, you lose hope. It's well, downhill from there, boys. <laughs> it's 100% true. There's a, uh, the new engineer at work wants to be everybody's friend. So she's the nice one. I don't have time for that person. And I have taken on the role of asshole. <laughs> if something needs to I'm be that said. i too. If something needs to be said or something needs to be done and it's not in the favor, like if, and it doesn't make everybody happy, I do it. I send the email that says, no, that's fucking wrong. <laughs> so I feel like I'm, I, I wouldn't I've, say I fully embrace this role. I'm okay. Yes. I wouldn't, oh, I'm so I wouldn't say I'm taking on the role of revelation. asshole, but I will, I will call people out on stuff. I don't have a problem with that. It's like, if you're wrong, like I'm going to tell you that you're wrong. I might do it. I'm probably gonna do it nicely, but I'm still going to tell you that you're wrong. I will and do it, it nicely on, the first one and maybe two times. That's fair. 
I, I depends usually, on how wrong you are. Time, too. I'm going to be a real if fucking dick about it. If it's it. costing me money, like or me the company, whatever money, the extent of which your wrongness is will be made public to everybody. Trust me, but it it may be sugarcoated slightly. Yep, a couple weeks ago, or just probably a month ago already, where somebody did a bunch of stuff that completely was wrong, and he was trying to ship shit or get stuff to final inspection to ship that didn't meet anything. And he's like, well, your instructions weren't good enough. Oh, no. And he, and he went, like, oh, you know, no. Oh, no, oh, no, you didn't. Like, oh, no, 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 like, no. Doing, doing, <laughs> Sassy Robbie came yeah, out. So he's doing things that are that are completely violating everything that we're allowed to do, just like buffing things to hide flaws, shit like that. But my, my instructions weren't good enough. So I wrote this long email and I copied my boss, his boss, a bunch of other bosses on it. It was just like, CEO. this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> just Robbie guy, what is his deal? Uh, just, you know, I, I just completely pointed fingers as to what was actually wrong and said, this is, this is what's at fault here. Everything's been in place for two fucking years. If there was something wrong with my instructions, we should have known by now. And I, you know, I just went off. And then I walked into my boss's office and said, if you need me, I will be in HR. It, you know, then he then he read the email and laughed and was like, "No, you're fine. It's it's true. Everything you said is true. You're fine." I'm so glad we don't Robbie have the HR department. No time for your shit. No. This malarkey. My, our products, That's an age thing. Our products go on fucking airplanes. Twenty eighth year. Yeah. Well, yeah, on airplanes. I mean, my god. I feel the same way, and I'm just putting in internet, which I feel like people are more upset about when it doesn't work than when airplanes don't work. Frankly. It's right there. Man, that happens to somebody else. Yeah. My internet's broken. That guy's dead on an airplane. You know, there's a disconnect. <laughs> yeah, if my internet doesn't work, I can't live. But if I'm dead, it doesn't matter. Fair. Also fair. Yep. You guys want to wrap this up with uh, Ford killing the Fiesta in America? I would have thought that... I I would have thought people would have bought Fiestas, I guess I thought not. they did. I, I thought they did, too. I thought they were... They're all over the place. I see them constantly. Apparently, all 50,000 of them were sold here. Have you not read the uh, Jalapnik comments? It's... Yeah, the everybody... Fiesta ST everybody wanted. Everyone was going to buy it. They didn't. I know two people that did, though. Uh, that's true. We do know. And one of them bought a Forester. What? What? Don bought a Forester. Traded it in yeah, for a Forester? Yeah, for a Forester. Man, he's growing up, too. He's a manual Forester? Or just a regular Forester? No, like a brand new one. I don't... It's probably got a CVT in it. Ugh. Probably, yeah. Guarantee it. Damn it, Don. Yeah. But anyways, so everyone was super jacked about the Fiesta. Oh, Fiesta ST, it's the greatest thing it's that's ever happened to everybody it's ever. Be- yeah, it's the best performance Ford thing ever besides the it's Mustang. It's cheap yeah. and it's accessible and everybody can it have cheap. it and it's blah, 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 blah. Nobody bought it. And it lasted, what, a year? Oh no! Thirteen, I think. I'm sure. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking just the ST, but you're thinking the RS. That's the RS. And that's a Focus. You're right, man. Those really, are two I don't entirely my, different cars. I don't know my Fords at all. Yeah, you're mixing up your your fist and your Faust, bro. My bad. You're yeah. focusing on the wrong thing. No, <laughs> not doing that on this show. I hate puns. I literally, literally hate puns. That's why you're done with slip angle. <laughs> Do they do puns? That's like Cabot's thing. Oh, now, yeah, now I am. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not listening to it ever again. Like, I don't know of anybody that puns bother me bother more than me. I think puns are the laziest form of comedy. Adam loves. Them. I think they are fucking lazy. I'm a dad. It's my job. He, you liked him before. He you were gets a dad. a dad pass on the fact that he's not allowed to say them around me. He can do puns on his own, but like <laughs> puns are fucking lazy. I'm sorry. It's, Literally pissed me off. It's not funny. 
I'm I'm not usually funny. not fast enough to do puns well. Like I literally have to leave when somebody like throws one in. They're like, huh. Huh? I'm like, uh, uh, we're not friends anymore. That's so. that's the biggest problem with puns is because they'll they'll like wait. Did you catch that? And if you don't, they bring it back around. Fucking, like, hey, I'm hey, that was funny. Where's my laugh? Well, my problem is like it's that newsreader thing. Like you, you you ever watch the? I don't. But do you watch the nightly news? Like no, when I was no. a kid, no, they I'm used not to like they like Let's chuck in a little here. chuck in a little pun. You know, <laughs> it's like that's not how people talk to each other in real life. It's not funny. I hate watching. Holy the news. cow! I hate this is news. a ranty episode, I, dude. I can't. <laughs> it literally makes me livid, angry. Can we just rename the podcast Three Assholes Complaining? <laughs> We were going to start one called HaterCast. Apparently, we we've found done it. it. Yeah. Yep. yeah it, okay, anyway, we can move on. What were we talking about? We were talking about the Fiesta no longer being a Fiesta in the United States. <laughs> you can buy them other places when they do the 2018, but you can't buy them here. We were excited about the three-cylinder ST. I thought it was sweet. I literally almost bought one, but nobody had them because they're like, who wants a manual three-cylinder Fiesta? I was like, it sounds Everybody. sweet. Richard Hammond thinks it's cool. Like I think you guys would probably sell some if you had them, and I could. There wasn't anyone. They're there wasn't so anyone, cheap. I, like they were like sixteen thousand. People would buy those not realizing that what it is. I'm just like, oh my god, that's the world's cheapest car. I'm buying it. Yeah, I wanted to find one so I could thrash it and see if it because I bet it was sweet because it was still like 130 horsepower or something. Five speed manual turbo three cylinder got like 45 miles to the gallon or some shit. That'd be fun. It would be fun. And practical. Thrash it daily. Yeah. Still practical. Relatively. Ish. Cheap insurance, I'm yeah. sure. Oh, gosh, Probably yeah. more practical than anything I own. Let's be real. Yeah, absolutely. I thought it was sweet. Did Apparently, they're faster on an autocross. They are. They're very fast. So. Yeah, Ford just discontinued a car that won the Des Moines autocross. The Des Moines good guys. Autocross. Good, yeah, we never good really guys talked autocross, about yeah. that very much. No, but uh, that but, was the thing. The Fiesta yeah. ST took fastest time at, on Sunday. That All American Sunday against. Uh, C sevens, a three fifty or a GT three fifty, a Z twenty eight, a new all the new ones, and our buddy in his Fiesta ST bone stock drop in can't because people come over like what's what's done to this nothing it's got a drop in filter and a different set of wheels and tires. Pack it up, pack it. And he shit, was almost out. a second faster than second. <laughs> Pack I mean, it wasn't even out. just like a fluke. I got him by tenths, one tenth here, you know, like nope. a he full second. Legit faster. I bet he came home with $2,000 worth of Shit. Swag. vouchers and yep. and stuff. So. Did he get like a full set of tires or something? Yeah, but it turns out they're like uh, Bridgestones like all season. I can put them on his. That's what he said. He's like, well, I guess, stockers. you know, I, I uh, yay. It's not really, you know, because he was like, oh, sweet, I'm going to get a, because he's going to nationals this year. He's like, sweet, I'm going to get a free set of tires for nationals. You can get a free set of tires to drive to nationals, (laughs) but you're not going to race with them. Shoot. So. Oh, well. He got a voucher for American, a free set of American, or maybe it was buy two, get two free American racing wheels. That's helpful. I was like, I'll bet a Fiesta would look real good with some torque thrusts. Put some chromies on there. Some torque thrusts, maybe. Yeah. At least with those, you know, people would. Buy those vouchers. Well, yeah, that's what after. I said. You can sell them. He doesn't use them. Sell those. Yep. But there was like, like one hundred and fifty dollars to Autometer, and like two hundred dollars to Speedway, and like fifty dollars at Summit. And yeah, he'll use. It. He's got that MR two also. I mean, yeah, I mean, shit, those guys sell all kinds use. of stuff. Well, uh, yeah, you can get helmets and and other safety Gages gear from, whatever. from Speedway and stuff like that. So, yep. 
Definitely worth the entry fee. Yeah. And definitely worth all the butthurt of all the people around going, we just got beat by a Focus Fiesta ST. My favorite thing, we drove, they have like a parade of winners at the end. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sitting in the passenger seat, windows down, and there's some lady off like to my right. She goes, if you were going to win something, you could have at least waxed it. And I was like, did you even wash this before you got here? Nope. Nope. It's just daily driver. I mean, he didn't even, you know, he just thought he was going to show up and just do an autocross. Turn some, yeah. la- turn some laps. People were pissed. Good. It was funny. Relax. And that's why they shouldn't stop selling it here. So I can't believe they are. It makes no sense to me. It surprises me that so few. I'm, sur- yeah, I'm surprised it's not more popular or didn't sell more. I bet if they put a hybrid motor in it, they couldn't sell them or they couldn't build them fast enough. That's that's the world we live the in. The reality of the world. Yeah, that's it. They're going to make a crossover and call it the Siesta. Is that true or is that a like a no? But that's an Adam <laughs> thing. Yeah, that was not true. Is that, is that a dad joke? Maybe. Yeah, I was waiting. It was kind of a that was a dad joke. It was almost punny. Oh god damn it! I'll burn this podcast. I'm trying. I, I, I'll burn this fucker I'm down. T- I swear to God. <laughs> Are you guys done? I'm done. Should we wrap it up? I think we've Yay. ranted long enough. Join our Facebook group. Talk to us. That'd be rad. It's fun. I haven't even complained once on there. Maybe you should. That's not true. You you were grammar Nazi in me. You spelled stuff wrong. <laughs> but Lee proved you wrong as well. You weren't done talking, apparently. <laughs> For once, I interrupted you. Amazing. You guys Virtually. did this. You got this. Did this via text? When, did you not see it? No. I'll show it, it to was, you later. It was on our Facebook group. It was on the Facebook group. It was a yeah. picture of Jeremy Clarkson like dabbing or something. Okay. And then with he's, all the hundreds and fires. Yep. And then he said something about Jeremy Clarkson being more rad than everybody. More and, hip than us. And I he put said then instead of van. van. So then I, I was the next person to comment that said van, and I put the asterisk. Yep. And then Lee comes to my <laughs> rescue and goes, maybe he's just not done talking yet. And then I put, I'll ever be. <laughs> yeah, so then I'll ever be. Fucker. <laughs> Boom. No. See you guys next week.